You're listening to the RSA Conference podcast, where the world talks security. Hello, listeners. Welcome to this edition of our RSAC 365 podcast series. Thank you so much for tuning in. I'm your host, Tatiana Sanchez, Content and Programming Coordinator for RSA Conference team. With RSA Conference 2024 on the horizon, we are thrilled to give you a sneak peek into one of the many tracks that will be at the conference this year. Today, I am happy to be joined by one of our speakers for the conference, Kim Butts, who will provide an exclusive preview of her upcoming session about privacy by design. Before we get started, I wanted to remind our listeners that here at RSAC, we host podcasts twice a month, and I encourage you to subscribe, rate, and review us on your preferred podcast app so you could be notified when new tracks are posted. And now I would like to ask my guests to take a moment to introduce themselves before we dive into today's topic. Kim, over to you. Thank you. Hi, I'm Kim Watts. I am a privacy engineering expert. I've worked in security and privacy for over 15 years now. Um, Currently, I am a manager for cyber and privacy at PwC Belgium. And before that, for a long time, actually, I was a researcher at KU Leuven, a university in Belgium. And there I led the development and extension of Linden, which is a privacy uh, threat modeling framework. And well, basically, I just love to talk about all things privacy engineering, privacy by design, threat modeling. I really want to raise privacy awareness and get organizations really to embrace privacy engineering best practices. Thank you. And I'm so happy to have you on just to give a snippet of your session, of especially about privacy. Um, so I would love if you could help our listeners understand the connection between data protection and product security. Yeah, sure. So whenever you're developing a product, you obviously want it to be secure. You want to keep the data safe from prying eyes. You want to make sure it's tamper proof and so on and so on. Basically, you want to protect the assets of the product, the assets of the organization, right? Lately, all products nowadays are collecting, processing, storing personal information, personal data. And this is where data protection comes into play because those personal data, they need to be protected from the individual's perspective. They need to be handled with care, preserving in a privacy respecting way. And um, I, I want to highlight here that privacy data protection is not a synonym for confidentiality. Confidentiality is really important, but it's a security property. It's a security goal. It's one of the three goals from the security triad, the CIA. Privacy has its own triad. Privacy protection goals are unlinkability, transparency, and intervenability. So unlinkability basically means that you want to avoid that different bits and pieces of personal information are tied together, thereby revealing more information. So this is mainly about the minimality principle, reducing what you're collecting and for what purposes you're processing it. Then there's transparency. So as an individual, you should be made aware of what's going on with your information. And then there's the third one, that's intervenability, control, manageability. That means as an individual, you actually have the right to alter privacy settings, to request access, to request updates, 
to request deletion when the information is no longer um, correct. And all of this, obviously, just like for security, should not be handled as an afterthought. That just doesn't work. It should be tackled early on by design. Yes, I agree with, you know, the early on more proactive rather than reactive. Um, and what would you say really is privacy by design? And what are the elements to think about when you think about privacy by design? Yeah, so first of all, privacy by design is really not a new concept. It has been gaining a lot of popularity the past couple of years because, well, a lot of data protection legislations such as GDPR have explicitly included the term privacy by design. But it has been around since the mid-90s. It was um, actually introduced by Anke Vukian, a privacy commissioner in Ontario. Um, I do want to stress that really, although people tend to know it from legislation, it's not a legal concept. It's not something that the legal department can fix. It's the same as security by design or secure by design. It needs to be embedded in the system, in the product design. It's kind of a technical concept, right? So, um, well, you, you also asked about the elements of privacy by design. So Anke Vukian also listed a set of privacy by design principles. Those include tackling it by default, having default settings at the most privacy respecting default. It's about transparency, as I just talked about. It's about putting the user, the individual in the center. As you mentioned uh, just now too, it's the proactive approach rather than the reactive approach. And well, basically, as the term says, it's about embedding it in the design. And I do need to highlight it because it's one of the things I really like to talk about. I think threat modeling there is also a really great approach, both for security and privacy by design, because it gives you a structured way to think about the things that can go wrong from a security and privacy perspective upfront and guide you, give um, output that can be used throughout the different stages of the development to really tackle security and privacy at its core. And then finally, the last principle of privacy by design is full functionality or having a positive sum approach rather than a zero sum approach. And that kind of ties back to the proactive, the early integration, because, well, if you wait until the system is completely built to have a look at the privacy, well, obviously that analysis will tell you that the system is flawed and things need to change. What is the right approach is to tackle it upfront early on and really align, for instance, security and privacy and bring them together, find a way for them to work together. And then you will see that actually security and privacy can strengthen each other. Since you talked about secure by design, what are the different types of data that need to be protected? I know you discussed some of them. And what would you say, like, what data falls under privacy by design as opposed to secure by design? Um, so privacy is about personal data. Security is about protecting assets, basically. Of course, those assets can be personal data, but typically corporate data is more than that. It can be financial information, I don't know, chemical formulas, methodologies, processes, some numbers. Um, so all of those are of value to the business, but are not tied to an individual and are not personal information. So that's where security will be protecting other types of data than privacy. 
personal data, uh, well, what is it? It's basically all information that can be associated with an individual. It's important to notice that can in that definition. So it's not just about what people tend to think of the directly identifiable data, like social security number, full name and address, date of birth. Um, it's really all data items, all bits and pieces of information that can potentially be tied to an individual. So um, I don't know, considering an application to check the weather, knowing what the weather is like in San Francisco in May, well, that's not really personal data. However, if you can tie that to the IP address of the people looking for it, well, then you know that that person at that IP address is interested in the weather in San Francisco. And then it kind of becomes personal information because you tie that to an individual. So a lot of information is actually personal information and needs to be handled with care in a privacy respecting, in a privacy preserving way. Great, yes, because I know, you know, privacy by design and secure by design can be similar and different. So thank you for explaining that. And like you said earlier, using both privacy and secure by design can strengthen everything in general. Um, just for clarity for the listeners, what would you say is the main difference from privacy by design and security by design since they are very similar? Yeah, so I, I think the foundation is the same. You can use the same kinds of approaches. I mentioned threat modeling before that works both for privacy and security. I think what's mainly important is that when you switch from one to the other, is that your mindset switches too, because for security, you're protecting the company assets. For privacy, you really are concerned about the individual. So the approaches are the same, but the way you look at the system, that's different. That's where you, you change from protecting my own assets against external attackers to, well, let's think about the individual and how we can protect their rights and act in their best interest. And for privacy, that sometimes means that the organization itself, the way the product, the system is built, is actually violating the individual's privacy. So in that case, you're not just protecting against external attackers, but you really need to do a reflection on what are you doing and maybe um, consider that you made like an own goal and need to change how you're working with that information because you're violating the individual's privacy. I love that. I love, you know, the statement, like it's all about the mindset. Like, yes, it's the same foundation, but when you're looking at privacy, you have to switch your mindset compared to like security by design. So thank you for that. That was super informational. And I know I'm very excited to have you come and present at the RSA Conference 2024. Um, what are you most excited about for RSA Conference 2024 in May? Yeah, I'm excited about a lot of things. Well, first of all, being able to talk about the things I'm passionate about, about bringing privacy into security development. Of course, I look forward to that. Um, RSA, it's such a nice conference. I'm already looking forward to meeting up with old friends, to meeting new ones, but also just really looking forward to all the presentations that will be there. I already had a look at the, the submission strength report that was released um, recently, and it looks so very promising. I know it's not a direct mapping to the final program, but I saw some really interesting topics like community. Um, for instance, last year, I really enjoyed the OWASP and IAPP uh, sessions, 
and I love the communities as a whole in general too. So I'm looking forward to that. And I also saw a lot of topics that really resonated with me, like secure by design, threat modeling, privacy first mindset. So I'm really, really looking forward to all those interesting talks and just in general, learn about all new developments in the field and connect with people and talk about security and privacy. I'm so excited that you're excited as well as presenting um, at RSA Conference 2024. I know I'm very excited. Um, so Kim, thanks again for being here today and giving a little snippet to the listeners about what you'll be presenting at the conference. Listeners, thanks for tuning in. To find products and solutions related to privacy by design, we invite you to visit rsaconference.com forward slash marketplace. Here, you'll find an entire ecosystem of cybersecurity vendors and service providers who can assist with your specific needs. Please keep the conversation going on your social channels using hashtag RSAC. And be sure to visit rsaconference.com for new content posted year-round. See you next time on RSAC 365.